It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, Silver and Black. Today, an Odyssey original podcast. Do us a favor. Make sure you subscribe. If you don't already do so, hit on the auto download. So every time we have a new show, you are ready to go and ready to listen to talk about your two and five Las Vegas Raiders. (laughs) But as Murph said on Sunday, Mo, Raider Nation never loses its passion. The team could be 15 and 0 or 0 and 15. They'll be happier with the the former, but even with the latter, they bring it every week. And I will say that even when things are bad, Raider Nation never gives up, and they're always willing to talk about their team. Not only that, but they always think they're going to win the next game. And that's, <laughs> that's right. That's the, that's the positive. Even though you do see some people on Twitter saying, all right, I'm done. After this loss, this yes. ball loss, this embarrassment, I'm done. But you know what? Next Sunday, next Monday, next Thursday, whenever the game is, <laughs> they're back watching. So they do. Absolutely. Uh, all right. This is our first mailbag show of November here on the second of the month. Uh, but let's check out the next question, which comes from David Loucher in Las Vegas. David uh, is a new listener. He says, is it me? Or does Josh McDaniels talk a lot about urgency, but you never get the sense from how he acts that there is any? God, where have I heard that before? Uh, It's very off-putting to see our head coach seemingly not bothered by how badly he and his team played. Am I just being an emotional fan, or does it bother you guys? And again, that's David Loucher from Las Vegas. I'm going to let you start with this one, Mo, because you started off yesterday's show with this point. David, you are preaching to the choir. <laughs> I I I cannot tell you how loud I yelled when I read Josh McDaniel's quote about, you know, teams lose games all the time. And I understand that his message publicly may not be the same as his me- message privately to his team, but to me, the private messages aren't working. So maybe it's time to send a public message, like put guys on notice. Again, not by name. You don't have to call names out there, Chandler Jones. But you can always <laughs> just send a general message like, look, this is unacceptable. This won't be tolerated. Because can you imagine Josh McDaniels walking into the late Al Davis's office and Al Davis basically says, you know, what's, what's going on out there? 24-0, you don't put up any points. You're an offensive genius. You're a coordinator all this time. What's going on? Why no points? Why 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 can't you cross the 50-yard line with Derek Carr and Devontae Adams and Mac Hollins and Foster Moreau and Josh Jacobs on the field? Well, Al, you know, well, Mr. Davis, teams lose games every Sunday. <laughs> Can you imagine what Al Davis's response would be? Josh McDaniels would have been fired on the spot. Not saying that that's the best decision to make, but when you send a message like that, it just it just reeks of there's no urgency here. And and Brian, I believe it was Brian's email name. Yeah. Um said David. it perfectly. David. Yeah. It, it just it just feels like there's no sense of we, you know, I'm I'm sure the players feel this. We gotta win the next game because we are two and five or we are two and four. 
But when you hear Josh McDaniels speak, and I know it's for the media, it just seems like, eh, oh, well, we'll, we'll get him next time, guys. We tried hard. We'll get him next time. That's not going to work with some guys. Some guys right. need a kick in the butt. You see this on jobs. I know it's a different type of job atmosphere, and mm -hmm. athletes are different than the blue-collar worker. But in general, speaking to people, how to motivate people, some people need a swift kick in the rear end. It's, that's just how it is. And I don't care if you're a millionaire or you're making eight bucks an hour. People need motivation. They do. And and Mo, I'll say this too. I think that you look at that situation, you talked about it on yesterday's show, the point you just made, which is it doesn't matter how long you've been a player or how good you are. I don't care if you're Devontae Adams or you're DJ Turner. You still need someone you need a coach we all need we all have mentors and coaches in everything right. we do and that's important and to me and again david it was a great question to me that lack of emotional um i think fire that i see we heard murph talk about it when he was at the game in tennessee and he said he he was reminded exactly of that game where they lost to the titans on the road that what he saw watching on television and what he heard huge contingent of Raider Nation was in New Orleans, right? They heard the same thing. Looking on the sidelines, guys are just moping around, not really having any sense of urgency, no fire in them. And I didn't see any player, sans Mac Holland, so I think just is like the Energizer Bunny, and he just is going, yeah. going, going, to have any passion whatsoever for the game. Uh, and, and that becomes a problem. And I think to, to his point – that has to be driven through the coach and the staff that this is how you will act. This is what we expect. And if we don't see it from you, then we'll get somebody else who can. Trust me, guys like David and I wouldn't be pointing out what Josh McDaniel says at these pressers if the Raiders had actually shown some fire against the Saints in the other games where they started slow or they lose these big leads. To me, when, when you see a football team that can't hold on to a 17-point lead, on multiple occasions or start slow and in, 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 in the other games that they don't leave, then you're questioning preparation and urgency. I think yes. those are fair concerns and questions right now. They, they absolutely are right. David, thank you for your question. That's a good one. That Very to good me, question. That to mm -hmm. me is a T-shirt contender right there already, so I'm writing it down because sometimes I forget. Age, <laughs> age, age, age. All right. Next, we're going to go out to uh, right up the road for me, Alliance, Ohio, this is Ron, the moderator. If you've ever seen him, he's on our YouTube channel a lot. He's also, I believe, uh, cont uh, contributes over a lot on uh, Murph's Raiders Fan Radio. He says, hey, Ron, Ron uh, says, excuse me. Hey, guys, Ron, the moderator here. I'm sure he's extra mad right now. Uh, my question is, <laughs> can Josh McDaniels design an offense so complex? What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Even he can't execute it. I can't wrap my head around and quote offensive genius that consistently runs cute plays in situations that don't require them or offensive play calling that smacks of desperation. Renfro has disappeared this season. During camp, he mentioned McDaniels requiring him to run precise routes and not ad lib as much. 
If you recall, Renfro really started producing when John Gruden allowed him to ad-lib and just get to a spot. Keep up the good work, guys. That's Ron up in Alliance, Ohio. So, Mo, let's start with the first part of that. Is Josh McDaniels, I've heard this one too before on the show, I believe, is he mm -hmm. too smart for his own good? Is he outsmarting himself? Scott, I remember during the game, the first trick play that happened, you texted me. <laughs> and I basically, I knew I knew what was going on, Josh. I was like, oh, Josh McDaniels went to the trick bag too early. And sure <laughs> enough, I went on Twitter and people were complaining about it. And I think the moderator has a good point here. Mm -hmm. When you see a trick play very early in the game, you think, is that was that part of the game plan? Or are we already, not we, but are, is Josh McDaniels already desperate? that he has to go that deep into the playbook for that type of play when you can just make things simple to move the ball. So I think that's a great point. Now, to, to his other uh, inquiry about can he have a playbook that's so complex that even he can't execute, we've talked about this, that Josh McDaniels notoriously has a complex playbook. But what I will also say is that Mac Jones seemed to execute it pretty well last year. <laughs> I know he had a better offensive line, but he had, he had lesser weapons than Derek Carr. He didn't have it all either. And I just don't get how how the Patriots offense ran relatively smooth with a rookie quarterback. And then you take it to a nine year quarterback and a top wide receiver in the league and a good supporting cast. And it, and it doesn't look nearly the same. So I that's a mm. question for the guys mm. in the locker room to answer. But it's a it's a good point to bring up. But shout out to the matter for, for the research with Hunter Renfro saying about, you know, he, he added yeah. less kind of being structured. That's a great point to bring up right there. It is. And I wanted to uh, dive a little deeper on that, uh, Mo, because, you know, sometimes you, you get into a place and yes, you have a new system, but when you have a player who has a certain ability and that's his best ability. So with, with Hunter mm -hmm. Renfro and, and Ron hit on this, which is Hunter Renfro kind of ad libs in that and, and in that slot position, he can do that, right? Because his routes and what he's doing um, allows him to do that, especially what they've been able to do with him and, and how he succeeded. And so a coach comes in, okay, you got to learn the new system, but is this a case again of McDaniels being too smart for his own good? Hey, I need to change how you play to fit my system versus, you know what? I'm going to fit in how you play best into my system. We talk about this a lot, right? When you have good quality players, you fit the system around their strengths. Yes, exactly. you have to, with, with certain players, you have to let them be themselves because at that point, not be themselves, but play to their strengths because that's when you're going to get the best out of them. When you try to fit them into the system and you're too stringent, then you have problems and they have problems picking up the system. You're not going to get the most out of that player. So Maybe that's some. Maybe that's a sticking point with Hunter Renfro. He's not able to freely play up to his strengths, and that's why you're seeing a slow start from him in Josh McDaniels' system. Again, our listeners always amaze me. Uh, great, yep. great question, yep. Ron. Great point. Uh, and he is great research. also a T-shirt uh, uh, finalist because that was a great one and great research. Yep. And the point about Renfro, dead on as well. All right, we are up against our second break. When we come back, we're going to get to the rest of your questions. Uh, we're going to get Mo to settle down a little bit because he's a little overexcited over there. Trade deadline. You know, he's, he's coming down off the trade deadline high. So we got we to make sure he's okay. But no, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll get to the rest of your questions. It is the Wednesday Raider Nation mailbag edition here on Silver and Black Today and Odyssey Original Podcast. Raider Nation, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. <laughs> 